Hello, this is the Thinkers 50 podcast and I'm Stuart Craner. And I'm Des Dearlove. Today we're going to be talking about leadership, a different aspect of leadership. In particular, what we actually know about leadership. I mean, we've been, the interesting thing is we've been studying and analysing and thinking about leadership for thousands of years. You'd think we kind of got it down by now. Yeah, I mean, leadership is universal and, and timeless. Uh, it took leadership to tend the hanging gardens of Babylon. It took leadership to uh, build the pyramids. And people have led and fought about leadership since the, the, the beginning of time, from Aristotle to Shakespeare, Sun Tzu to von Clausewitz, from Machiavelli to Alex Ferguson. And yet, if you think about it, it was only in the 1980s that uh, the study of leadership really exploded into life. It became a, a heavy intellectual heavy industry from becoming a byway. Uh, hardly a day passing without a new theory, treaties, or, or celebration of a, of a leader. But it always seems to me that most of the books and thinking on leadership sort of tread the, the same familiar pathways. I mean, you, you always see the same examples. They celebrate, at the moment, we're celebrating the leadership of Barack Obama, or, or not celebrating, depending on your political views. We're, we're still hung up on Nelson Mandela and Churchill. Um, I mean, obviously, there are lessons to be drawn from such remarkable people. But leadership isn't just about great men and women, is it, surely? No, I think, I think there's a tendency in books, and we're probably guilty of it in some of the books we've written as well, is that there's a tendency to try and make leadership neat and tidy, to distill it down to four essentials or five behaviours and, and, and that sort of thing. And the reality is that leadership is often messy and, and complicated. I think we, we talked to Harvard Business School's Rakesh Karana, who, who was telling us that le he regards leadership as a very complex social process. And I think inevitably, a lot of the discussions around the leadership tend to make it more orderly than it, than it really is. And in that same vein, given the caveat that we've just said that we, we, we appreciate that leadership is messy, we're going we're gonna to try and distill it down into, um, into seven points, aren't we? Yeah, I think contra contradicting yourself is the sign of a healthy debate and dialogue. Uh, and I think the starting point should be in when we talk about what we really know about leadership is that leadership is not a science. So and that's point one. Leadership yeah. is not a science. Yeah, I mean, if, if management is prose, leadership is poetry. And like the best poetry, it is uh, resonant with meaning, yet it can't really be neatly explained or categorised despite the work of... Uh, a myriad of intellectuals and academics. And those who profess to nail leadership down are liable to provide disappointment rather than enlightenment. So leadership is not a science, I think, is the, is, is the first true, truism about leadership. Okay, and I would add to that, that that leadership isn't just about leaders. Leadership has to be about followers. And to some extent, leaders are defined by their followers. If you haven't got followers, you're not a leader. So. I think one of the interesting things in recent years is to see the subject of followership starting to attract more attention from researchers because it has to be at the heart of leadership. So, I mean, a number of people have done work in this area and I, I'm, I'm very hopeful that that will um, continue. Yeah, I mean, I think um, Giampiero Petroglieri of INSEAD uh, argues that we haven't paid enough attention to leading as something that a leader does on behalf of others. And that goes to the heart of the, the debate about the importance of followers. We've looked much more at one side of the leadership relationship, which is from the leader to the follower, and we've neglected the other side from the follower to the leader.
so we're saying leadership is not a science, it's, it's intrinsically it's messy. It's not as simple as that, it can't be laid out simply. The second point is leadership is always about followers. And the third point is leadership is a team game, which builds on the second point. No leader can achieve anything of any great import on their own. They need other people around them and it needs to be uh, a group of like-minded people working towards a specified aim. Yeah, I think that's one of the most overlooked elements of leadership that is practised as part of a team. If you think about it, a board is, is a team, or, sh or should be, but it's, it's rarely construed in that way. Likewise, you could say that leaders often hunt in pairs, it's not a solo activity. Uh, in his work on um, consigliere, uh, Richard Heitner from London Business School and, and Saatchi provides interesting insights into in how leaders work in, in duos. So he cites the example of uh, Tony Blair when he was British Prime Minister working with Alistair Campbell. Or you could say there are lots of examples in the corporate world, for instance, Warren Buffett and, and Charlie Munger. Or Richard Branson works with very closely with his finance director. So there's lots of instances of lead, lead, leaders hunting in pairs and working in teams. So I think the sole leadership as a solo activity is simply not true. It's not borne out by reality. Okay, so the fourth point I think is, is and, and this is amazing really at this point in history, that w when, you, when you ask people for a list of great leaders, and we do this sometimes in the classroom, the sad truth is that 90% of them will be men. Even now, people struggle to come up with, with great examples of, of women leaders. And yet we know logically rationally that leadership is universal it's not a it's not a gender specific thing and yet we still see you know huge opportunities being missed by corporations and by other organizations to promote women to the very top and to maximize the talent that's out there so you know we're still u utilizing 50% of the population mm. and what's interesting there as well is it's people's perception of leaders and we've been in situations where we've shown classrooms clips of leaders and they've said they look like a leader and invariably it's a certain type of middle-aged man usually mm. who, who fit, fits the bill so it's a question of developing the the role models and creating a broader awareness of the nature of leadership and the nature of female contribution to leadership the next point is that Leadership can be learned and, and developed. I mean, there are natural leaders who effortlessly practice leadership, and it goes back to the nature and nurture, nurture thing. But there are natural leaders, but there are many more leaders who have worked hard at developing and learning the skills they need to lead. And often they're the most impressive people we encounter, people who've really worked hard at it, who read the books, go on the courses, and have really developed their leadership muscles. I think one of the issues there is that the leadership development industry, uh, which is now a, a global billion dollars, billions of dollars are in, involved, uh, it, 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 there's always the criticism that the industry of leadership development has evolved over the last hundred years, but was, there's still a shortage of leaders. But I think it is, is, it's still nevertheless critical. Leaders do need to be developed and they can be developed. Okay, so that's the fifth point, that leadership, it can be learned and developed. And actually, as you say, in our experience, the best leaders are people who've worked very hard at it. Um, there are examples, too, of people who started with a, a natural disadvantage. 
So when we when we look at people and we think, oh, well, it was easy for them. Someone like Richard Branson, who's dyslexic, has had to overcome an obstacle. Winston Churchill, a lot of people don't realize that Winston Churchill's very um, unique speaking style as a narrator is because he had a slight stammer. So he had to overcome a communications obstacle in order to become a leader. And actually, that leads us on to the next point, the sixth point, that leadership is personal, always. It, you, can, you can watch Richard Branson, you can watch the great CEOs, you can watch great um, political leaders, but, but in, in the final analysis, simply imitating them only gets you so far. In the end, it, it is about our authenticity. That's what followers buy into. It's about making it personal. It's about you leading as Stuart Craner rather than trying to lead like Richard Branson. Heaven forbid. The, um, so what, what we really know about leadership, first, leadership is not science. Second, leadership is about followers. Third, leadership is a team game. Fourth, leadership is universal. Fifth, leadership can be learned and developed. Sixth, leadership is personal. And the final point, the seventh point, I think, is that leadership is critical. I mean, there's, long, there's lots of debates about the nature of leadership, and, but there are precious few people who argue that leadership's not important. In, indeed, and the reach of leadership is, is expanding. If you think of teachers are leaders, surgeons are leaders, nurses are leaders. So none of these elements of leadership provide automatic or straightforward clarity uh, because leadership isn't easy and is, is messy. Leadership is not a single light waiting to be switched on, but a, a complex and sometimes inspiring network of illumination and inspiration. I like your last point. I like particularly the thing that, that, that leadership is important. Um, you, you know, we've, we've got, a, we've got a, a friend in the National Health Service in the UK, and he says, he used to be a brain surgeon, Peter Lees, and he always says, leadership saves lives. And I think, you know, when you get down, right down to it, that's how important leadership can be. Or you could say leadership makes lives. Okay, we'll settle for that. Thank you for listening. Thinkers 50 podcasts are produced by KDH Creative.